Sexuality is a Planet Paula production, where we discuss the wonderful realm of the human body. Your host is sexual educator and enthusiast, Paula Bowman. The tea is ready. Let's start spilling. Hello and welcome. It's back to school and for our elementary school kids and all kids, there's a lot to process and learn in those first few weeks. Mostly about the group dynamic, the new teacher, getting back into a routine. Whatever grade your kids are in, it would all take a few weeks or months to settle in and get comfortable. For many, these first few weeks are exhausting, getting up and out and being on all day. So remembering to go gently There may be more outbursts and upheaval before it all settles down to be regular and regulated. Having some treats to look forward to or some extra downtime when coming home are great ways to manage this extra upset. Find some of the best ways to support your children. The amount of energy it takes to navigate these new transitions can be underestimated by many and the push for activities and playdates may be too much for your young ones. The K-to-1s are remembering how to share and use their manners in a group and to activate their self-control. It's all so exciting. But some may be fearful or clinging to mum and dad, and we just need to give them time and reassurance that they will get used to it. For the grade two to threes, they might need to be more responsible. More is expected from them every day, and new challenges are coming. They may need support to fail and keep trying, They may need help with homework and new workloads. They will get less help in school with the other stuff, like finding their stuff, their water bottles, eating snacks, finding their shoes. They are more and more expected to do everything themselves. Yet we do need to support our kids to ask for help when they need it. With social issues, friends, bullying, and problems that may arise at school. They do need to feel they can ask and get help. For our grade four, five, six, and sevens, it's so much about their own confidence and autonomy. They are accountable for their work and their attitudes. And through all this transitioning, there is a deep current of bodies. They are changing and growing and learning. These kids will get, if they're lucky, some info about body science in class. But many won't. So we as parents need to be ready for the questions, the interest And it's best to start young. They will only take in what they need, 
But having regular short informative chats with your young ones will set the stage for later years when they have harder and more complicated concerns. So the little ones, top tips, always use the right terminology for body parts. Explain what it does if you can in simple terms and discuss all the things about private parts. And who has the right to touch them? Well, more importantly, who is not wiping, washing, getting hurt? Hurt is most likely at school, but if they do have an accident in the bathroom and need help from staff at the school, they need to know they can ask for that help, and especially if they are hurt, and to figure out who they trust, and that in most circumstances, they are the only ones who should see or touch their private parts. And that's including other kids in the school. But also talking about tricky people and trusted people. Have them learn your phone number, their address, who to contact if they can't get a hold of you. Listen to them and trust them when they have gut feelings about situations. If they don't want to go somewhere, trust that and listen to that. All of these feelings will set you up so that later they can tell you anything and you will try not to be mad, even when it's hard. But later... It means when things are more complicated, they will trust you to help them and support them. So be honest, be prepared, give them the information at their level. If you don't have the answer, look it up with them, buy a book, share books, watch videos about body and about autonomy and consent. Give them the information before the kids in the class probably give them the wrong information. As we all know, it happens. Give them what you didn't get. Change the cycle of misinformation. Kids are going through puberty at a much younger age these days, and girls of nine and younger are more commonly having their periods. If you can talk to your little ones as early as you can about these changes that they will go through, talking about bodies and puberty and transitions, having a kit ready for school, talk to them about all of these changes, talk to them about intercourse, give them the information to protect themselves from abuse, give them the tools this information without fear. Talk to them about the ages that they can consent to such things and give them perspective. Talk to them about all the things on TV and the internet, about how a lot of it isn't meant for kids under the age of 16, and that it's because they're kids and that's their job to play 
and this other realm is there for when they're ready. Right now, it's time for them to explore themselves and not share this with anyone else. If we just say don't, they will only wonder why not. Talking about what will happen in their bodies will take away the fear and mystery. So when it starts, they will have an awareness, they will have a confidence, and it will save a lot of confusion. They can come to you and ask you more as they need it if the conversation is open. The older they get, the more closed off they will be to hearing this information. By grade six or seven, they think it's a joke and funny and they will worry about what their peers think more than what you have to say. I was recently teaching in a school, a small independent school. I worked with all the grades and it was so fun to work with the K to fours. And as soon as I got to the five, six, sevens, they were grossed out, not really wanting to hear me. I had to work really hard and I felt like I needed more time with them to really get my point across. If we can get through the giggles, if we can move past that, the information is needed and wanted. They just don't want to tell you they want it. Throughout the year, one of the constants is the social connection and their rapport with their peers. It is so important to model healthy friendships and healthy relationships to self. Find a way to keep those lines of communication open so you know when your kids have an issue with friends or a classmate. They feel open to talking to you or their teacher. Mental health is so important and school can be great or awful depending on what you're dealing with as far as friends and peers go. As kids get more hormonal and sensitive, friendships will strain and change. We will need to be aware and sensitive to support our kids, giving healthy boundaries and being available to support these connections. Help without interfering <laughs> it's really quite incredible as parents it's so much I'm on the edge of this with my two who are nine and eleven and this is already presenting giving support where I can and holding space for them to grow into themselves we can all do it but it's hard elementary school days can be the most fun and they can be the most overwhelming for some. Every kid is so different and what worked for your eldest may not work for your youngest. Being open, calm, that's hard sometimes, and kind. It's a tricky transition from kid to big kid or tween and in this episode, I haven't even gotten into computers and social media and such. That's its own very vast topic. My cup is full. 
Thank you so much for sharing it with me. A huge thank you to the marvelous Ms. T. And to all of you, happy September. We appreciate you listening to this episode of Sexuality. If you have any questions, concerns, or feedback, we would be happy to hear from you. Please visit the website at www.planetpala.ca or you can contact us through Facebook or Instagram. Please consider subscribing and reviewing wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have a subject that you would like us to tackle, please don't hesitate to reach out.